Okay, happy Tuesday. Uh, welcome, Alpha Seekers, to this exciting uh, episode of Alpha's Next. This is take two. Uh, so, uh, pretty good market day today. Mr. Market was in a fairly good mood. Uh, it was a pretty big day for the corona trade, if you will. Uh, Merck was on today on CNBC talking about they had bought a company called Ridgeback, which I haven't been able to research. I don't think it's public. And they're committing to uh, going into the virus thing in a big way. Kind of a laggard there. They've been getting criticized for being slow to get into the race here. But Merck says it's going to put whatever it takes into, into this. Uh, the other thing is there's been kind of the bloom off the rose uh, sentiment on this virus, on the vaccine companies at least. The idea being that uh, if they're going to have to do this at cost, first of all, there's 100 companies trying to do it, and you may have multiple winners because different vaccines may have different efficacies and different patient genotypes, etc., but still, it's a lotto ticket, and uh, if you pick the winner, the winner may not make a whole lot of money on it because there's going to be so much pressure on pricing. You know, your customer may be the public here, and they, they negotiate a hard bargain, plus just the PR. It's going to be another thing like Gilead with the uh, Hep C uh, product where they had to cut the prices and all that stuff. So uh, that's kind of cast a pall over this whole whole market. Uh, Gilead has actually come back in even after Remdesivir. Uh, they're at about 70, and I saw some analysts today say that's their target. So you're already there. Uh, so be careful. Obviously, we had a trouble with our Sorrento pick last week. Uh, we're in a pretty good position on that, I think, now, but it's a bearish position. And uh, another company that came up today, and this was a Kramer uh, lightning round response, Emergent, E-M-E-R-G-E-N-T. I don't know what the symbol is, but uh, you can find that easy enough. And the idea here is that uh, not only do they have a horse in the race, but they're also a contract manufacturer. And if people are going to have to do this on a nonprofit basis, practically, the you know at cost of course is a many splendored thing. Cost accountants can come up with all sorts of uh, cost factors, but the presumably the people who make the stuff will be able to profit by it. Otherwise, they're gonna make it, you know. So uh, I think that emergent might be one to look at to play this virus crisis. Our our Reco Moderna took a dump today. Uh, a dive, I should say. MRNA symbol down to $57 and a bunch of news, some of which being like stock market uh, mechanics, the the issuance of a of a share offering uh, at, for a billion dollars of, of, of new issue stock, secondary, I guess you would call it, that diluted the primaries. And that's just simple math. You know, you divide the pie up into 42,000 slices, it's worth, each slice is worth a lot less after you do that. And 
Also, the CEO sold off some shares, which is never well received. But the third is there's obviously people who are starting to realize there's 100 competitors and the margins on this may not be good. So none of that's that good. Uh, what else do we have? But again, we're trying to focus more on the, the healthcare biotech vertical. So there's a company called uh, Schrodinger, I think it's pronounced. And old trouble finding this. That's why this is take two of our today's podcast. Uh, it was it was it was ugly before. I was looking for this thing, couldn't find it. Filibustering, and uh, let's not do that twice. Hey, it's hard enough for your uh, your podcaster here to do it once, you know. Uh, let's see. I had this thing called up, and. Uh, The symbol in any event is SDGR. Bill Gates is involved with this company, uh, and that's never a bad thing. Whether for doing well or doing good, this guy's no dummy and knows that space real well. So from what I understand, uh, the company is in the business of helping biotechs through artificial intelligence come up with... uh, Quick, quicker cures and better cures to the various ailments and other challenges that present themselves. So that sounds like a winner in this kind of an environment, and frankly, in any kind of an environment, because, uh, you know, this is not the first disease that's going to darken our collective doors. And uh, so that, that those are two that are a little off the beaten track, but... Kramer's very high on it, uh, and uh, here, I'll read you something from their last press release. This is May 13th. Schrodinger, it's with an umlaut over that O. Uh, physics-based software platform enables discovery of high-quality novel molecules for therapeutics and materials. So it's not just therapeutics, it's materials. So they come up with the actual molecule, okay? And that's what we're talking about. Big molecules, small molecules. That's what these drugs are, folks. So uh, they uh, took a pop here. Uh, they, they only have $26 million in revenue, and their market cap is way higher than that. Uh, they raised $209 million through their IPO, so it's a relatively new issue, apparently. But uh, something to take a look at. I think that might make it into our uh, biotech index, which I'm now, today at least, calling the Ventures Next Biotech Index. Um, I was going to call it Biotech Roulette, but, you know, that doesn't go over real well with people who think investments and gambling are two different things. We try to make it uh, less of a gamble more of a sure thing but you know there are no sure things in 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 investing because you're always trying to predict the future so uh that's what we learned today and that's all we have to share at the moment uh we are working on the uh the ventures next biotech index and what we've done is uh start out with an initial pool of 
over 600 stocks and we're ranking them based on market cap and short interest and uh, therapeutic class and percentage of institutional investments and all sorts of other uh, things, whether or not there's options available on them. And uh, so we'll be screening those down to probably 100 stocks and we'll look for things that could benefit from uh, any kind of vaccination or cure for COVID-19, obviously. That's a, that's a pop. Because remember, there are not only vaccines uh, to help you fight the disease and also uh, fight it off to begin with, either before you uh, get the disease or afterward. But there are also treatments that are not vaccines per se, but that will help you survive it or cure you of it. So uh, looking at both of those, with the, that's our major and probably primary emphasis. But, you know, people are dying all the time and they're not just dying of COVID. So you've still got oncology, you've still got Alzheimer's, you've still got... Uh, many, many, many other diseases, diabetes, that will kill you. Uh, And so there's a never-ending land of opportunity in biotech. And what we're going to try to do is give you a chance to take, say, 1% of your liquid assets and put it into things that can return alpha for you. And, uh, you know, if we get a big payday, you get a big payday. So... That's the idea, and uh, we're also keeping an eye on the real estate front. I'm focusing on biotech today, but I'll try to get to real estate later. And if you want to keep up with what we're doing, uh, we are on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, It's Alpha's Next, at Alpha's Next. We have a LinkedIn company page, which is also Alpha's Next. So... uh, you want to see what I'm seeing, uh, posting, go out there and you'll see some stuff. Uh, Another thing on the healthcare front, before I forget, uh, Carter Worth, who's also a fast money guy, Carter the Charter, I call him, has identified a uh, divergence between the big cap uh, healthcare stocks and the mid cap so the s&p 400 versus the s&p 500 and uh he thinks that's bullish for both of those so i am looking for i I guess what you could really do is just go in the s&p healthcare the sector fund he he thinks that's very bullish for healthcare and some of these stocks have been beaten up oddly enough because uh you know, hospital systems, for example, you would think this would be good for them financially, but it's not because they haven't been able to get anybody in for the the discretionary operations where they make most of their money. So that's been pretty beat up, and there's no real reason for it to be beat up other than if you think that Joe Biden is going to put Medicare for All in, which I don't think he is. So... Um, you know, as long as the companies still have pricing power and private sector has pricing power, health, there's no reason for healthcare. Uh, I think healthcare will be one of the first things to come back because it's more necessary than that. 
if you need a hip replacement or a knee replacement and you're in excruciating pain, then that's a little more compelling reason to take the risk of virus rather than going to Chipotle or Taco Bell or, you know. So, in other words, restaurants or concerts, no, I don't think I'll risk my life. But if I'm, you know, hopping along on one foot, okay. I guess I'll take that chance. So, uh, look at it that way, and I think you'll see the, the underlying logic behind that chart. Been beat up, probably going to come back fast. So, uh, the whole sector may be a pretty good bet if you're an index player. So, uh, that's it for tonight. No point wasting your time on anything else. Uh, and... Uh, I want you all to be safe and live long and prosper. So keep those masks on. Stay away from other people, which is, in my mind, always been a good way to handle yourself anyway. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.